You're listening to Spotlight on Locum Tenens on ReachMD in partnership with LocumStory.com. Although the five to seven year itch is commonly associated with marriage, it's also something that can be experienced throughout the course of our careers. And for one physician assistant, her recurring five-year itches unfortunately led to burnout and a string of unfulfilling permanent positions. Until, that is, she finally found peace and purpose as a locum tenens. Welcome to Spotlight on Locum Tenens on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cottle, and joining me to share her story is Terry Rand. Welcome to the program, Terry. Thanks, Dr. Cottle. I'm happy to be here. So to start us off, Terry, can you share a little bit about your journey as a physician assistant throughout your career and what made you initially turn to locum tenens work? Well, I've been a physician assistant for about 29 years and 27 of those years have been in cardiothoracic vascular surgery, which included ICU care, office, all of it. And as you can imagine, that can get to be very hectic, as can many practices. And I would find myself just working myself to the bone and not doing anything else. And to the point where I would get, I just, I need something slower. I need, I need something in a different place. I would find some excuse that it would just be, I, I need a change. I need a change like that was going to change it. But the truth is, is that it's all on me because myself, like many other medical professionals, we throw ourselves into it and kind of forget about the rest of our lives. And I kept thinking changing locations will do that. And I I had talked to nurses who travel. Um, I hadn't really talked to any locum PAs or physicians at that time. But to me, the locum world was very, it felt to be very um, like an unstability, unstable situation where what if I didn't have a job or what if there wasn't somebody looking, what would I do then? And then in about 2015, I was working um, night shift in an ICU, 12-hour shifts. And we were short, so I decided to start working. I would pick up those, those, pick up those shifts because it needed to be done. It wasn't for the money or anything else. It was because it needed to be done. And then a very good friend of mine, who was a couple of years older than myself, died unexpectedly of an aortic dissection. And this, it hit me very hard. And I was like, no, this, I, I was so exhausted from five out of seven days a week working. I was just like, I am done. I just, I need something different. And about that time, Chantel Mitten, who had called me a couple of times, I was like, no, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. She's the recruiter from Comp Health that reached out to me about the same time. And I was like, okay, well, let me think about this. And so I got to thinking, you know, this would be a way for me to get out, travel a little more, maybe have a life. Because, you know, if you're in a job job, there's, you know, you get this many weeks vacation, you get this much time off or whatever, where this would be more in my control. And so that's kind of what started my welcome tenants. And I've been doing it pretty much ever since, except for a short period of time where I thought I had found the dream job. And that lasted about eight months. And I just went, no, I can't. No, I'm going to go back to doing locums. And I don't want to be in any caught in anybody's world and just I want to just do what I want to do and do my job to the best of my ability and continue on. And pretty much at this point, I plan to continue this until I retire in about eight to 10 years. Thanks for sharing that with us, Terry. And for many of us, I think the transition to locum tenens could seem daunting. So did you share this thinking of what if? 
Well, actually, yes, I did. I was, and, you know, it was more, you know, what if there's not a position available? What if they don't like me? What if they cancel the contract? What, you know, what if, what if, what if? But the truth of the matter is, is even if you have a permanent position someplace, it doesn't make it that you're not going to be fired or downsized or let go for some reason. That's just the way of the world. And as it was with my last permanent position, that position that whole program has pretty much imploded now. So it wasn't a guarantee to start with. There is no guarantees. And, you know, like like I said, with, when my friend died and this kind of started my head down that path of, you know, what if there isn't? You have to prepare. Don't get me wrong. You know, I still worry about that. What happens if I can't find a position or this or that? It's still, you know, there is no, there is no givens in the world. And, and you might as well try to enjoy as much as you can of it. And since you've experienced both permanent and temporary positions through locum tenens work in your career, what are some of the biggest differences between the two? Working in a practice, for instance, you sort of become accustomed to a routine in a sense, but is there a quote unquote normal work schedule for a locum tenens? I think with cardiac surgery, there's never been like, it's not eight to five, as you can imagine, most, most places a lot of jobs aren't eight to five and this situation in my life has never been eight to five and never what I would say as being any kind of schedule. My day can end at two in the afternoon. It could end at two in the morning. It all kind of depends on the flow of things. You try to, you try to plan. The differences that I see with locums is if you're in a situation that is good, then great. You have a, you have this time and sometimes if they like you and you like it, you're able to extend your contract. If it is not a good situation, one way or the other, it's for a finite period of time. And you don't lose anything by leaving. There's no bad blood. It just is. That's the way you're under a contract. In a permanent position, yes, you're under a contract and and they, you know, depending on the contract, they have different specifics with it. But you also get bound up in all the politics of the place of, of that. And I don't really even get myself all involved in all of that. I don't get myself involved in, in all the, you know, discussions and, and that, that are involved. Because I, my, my contracts usually run anywhere from four to six months. For the most part, I do six-month contracts. So I'm in a place for quite a period of time. And I get used to it, and, and they get used to me. And if it's good, if the opportunity is there to extend, I can. If I don't want to, I don't have to. And there's no bad blood. It's not like, and, you know, if somebody looks at my resume, they probably would say, boy, you change jobs a lot. But that's not really true. I've worked with one company for five years. It's just in multiple different places. So, and I, my sister, I laugh. I laughed when she came up with this. She goes, you're like Mary Poppins. You come in, you save the day and leave. And so I just thought that was kind of, that was kind of funny. So, but I think the biggest difference is you're, and you're, you're not held to a hospital's regiment. I'm held to, you know, my personal regiment and my, my personal beliefs. And yes, I have to, go with what the hospital wants, but I'm not, I don't get involved with all the politics of the hospital and all the, and all the other stuff that, that goes on. I'm not involved with any of that. 
Now, what about locum tenens assignments for advanced practitioners like yourself versus those who are physicians? Are there any differences there as well? Not really. I, th- I thought about this question, and I've worked with locum physicians in multiple places where I've been, and it seems to be about the same. You know, we have the same kind of contract responsibilities and, and, and that, and they come in for, you know, whatever period of time. And so it seems about the same. I don't, of course, I, you know, I've only talked to them. I haven't talked specifics about what's in your contract. I don't know what kind of money they make. I don't know whatever. That's all worked out between them and the company that they work for. It's not, I, I don't know, but it seems like it's kind of the same thing. I will say I've not worked with any nurse practitioners that are locums. I've not worked, I've just never come across any. I know there, I'm sure there are, but I just haven't. And the, the schedules, you know, everybody's schedule is different. I do six months. People will say, well, that's a long time. Well, you don't have to. There's people that do weekends. There's people that do just a week a month someplace that goes in and helps out or they go in and for a period of time that somebody's off on maternity leave or they somebody's had one of their their physician assistants or physicians has had surgery and needs to be out for a period, they fill that gap. For those of you who are just joining us, you're listening to Spotlight on Locum Tenens on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Cardle, and today I'm speaking with Terry Rand about her career shift to Locum Tenens. So getting back to your career as a physician assistant, Terry, it sounds very adventurous since traveling is obviously a big part of your life as a full-time locums. So how has that constant travel affected your work-life balance? Well, I'll be honest, Dr. Connell, I never was very good at work-life balance, and that's a lot of the reason that I went locum is so that I would be forced or at least be able to try to force myself to find that that work-life balance. And by doing that, it's been so I can take, you know, I, I'm not I'm not held to you can only have this amount of time off. If I wanted to take six months off, I could. I just have to be financially prepared to do that. And I have to plan for that. But I can take a week here, a week there, and it's part of my contract. Or I can take a month off between contracts and I don't lose anything. So, but the, in the travel part, I get to go places I've never been. I'm uh, currently in the Pacific Northwest. I've never been up here before. I've never really been to the West Coast. And so I get to find all kinds of different things to do and to see and parts of the country that I probably wouldn't think about going. So that's how I try to try to find my work-life balance is and I'm, I'm getting better. I find little things like I'm getting better at shutting the phone off when I leave work or shutting my pager off. I try to help out as much as I can, but I don't go out of my way to overwork myself to help somebody else. Now, you had also mentioned earlier that before locum tenens, you were experiencing burnout, which has become a big point of concern in the healthcare space. So based on your own experience, do you think locum tenens helped? And could it potentially help others in advanced practice who are at high risk for burnout? I would have to say that part of my burnout situation is my own doing. And I'm, I'm fully aware of that. But also with going locums, as I was saying, is to me was to force myself to try to take a break. And it also gets me out so I can, you know, interact with other people. I'm very much an introvert. I'm not a very outgoing person. So this has forced me to do that because you can't just walk into a place and not be 
part of it. And so it's forced me really to kind of change my, my attitude. And when it comes to the burnout point, it's, I'm like, okay, I'm done. It's like, I get done with a six month contract. And if it maybe wasn't the best co- place for me or something like that, it's like, okay, that's over. I get to take a break for a month. I'm, I'm someplace I've never been. Let's take a weekend off. Let's take a weekend and go to the coast or a weekend and go to the mountains. And so I have that opportunity to be able to do that. And finally, Terry, are there any other thoughts or takeaways you'd like to share with our audience? Well, I, I was thinking about this and I thought, well, it's a very personal decision to make. But I think that in the world today that we have to be able to try to reach out to life and, and try to grab life for what it's worth. As I said, with my friend that died, it was very unex- unexpected and she was young. She was in her early 50s and she had two young children still. And so she never got to experience a lot of different things in life. And I think that this is a way to go. Plus, then you're not, you don't get caught in a lot of, of the bureaucracy and stuff. It's, you know, of being in one certain place. But again, it's a very personal decision and one that has to be well thought out. Are you ready to do such a thing? Because people will ask me, like, ask me where I'm from and I, I don't own a home any longer. I basically say I'm homeless. I have an address, but I don't, um, I don't have a home. I have a home base, but it's not my home. It's just an address for me. So, you know, and it all depends what you want to do. You can, you can do that and why you want to do it. And you have to do what's best for you. Well, with those final takeaways in mind, I'd really like to thank Terry Rand for joining me to share her experience and to offer some insights into the benefits of locum tenens work for advanced practitioners. Terry, it was great speaking with you today. Thank you, Dr. Connell, and you enjoy your day. I'm your host, Dr. Jennifer Caudill, and to access this episode and others in the series, please visit ReachMD.com slash Locum Tenens. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Spotlight on Locum Tenens. To download this program or others from the series, please visit ReachMD.com slash Locum Tenens. This series is produced in partnership with LocumStory.com. Thank you for listening. A lot of physicians have questions about locum tenens, and locumstory.com is the place for them to get real, unbiased answers to those questions. Basic questions like, what is locum tenens? To more complex questions about pay ranges, taxes, various specialties, and how locum tenens works for PAs and NPs. And then there's the big question, is it right for you? Go to locumstory.com and get the answers.